Welcome to Victorious Living. Unforgiveness would be considered unclean to God because it is opposed to His divine nature. Anything that binds or shackles God's children is unclean in God's sight. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan continues his message on freedom from the shackles that bind. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us freedom from the shackles that bind. Well, the reason I bought them was I let him in the house. And I, we, we were all in the bed. Sue and I, and the, and the kids were in the bed. And I got up and let him in the house. That's dumb. You know, you've heard of dumb and dumber. I was both. So if they don't have access, they can't mess up anything in your house. How many years did it take us to pay that off? We still got them? Whoa! Maybe I need to go back and read them, huh? Oh, I forgot about the cookware. Oh, what about it? Salesman came. A salesman came selling cookware. We bought. We, we bought that. Now, was it you or me that did that? <laughs> so we can't stop Satan from coming but we don't have to let him in the house. Now let's look at Luke real quickly here. Oh my goodness. Luke, Luke chapter 23, verses 33 and 34. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, this is Jesus and his disciples. There they crucified him and the male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them. Now they've done beat him. They've done beat him in in the courtyard. And and they came to Calvary where they crucified him on on the cross. And there were two male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them. Now, if you're not thinking right here out of a good divine nature, you might think, Lord, strike them with lightning. Show them who's the boss. And so they crucified him. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and they cast lots. What was Jesus' response? He didn't respond out of his human nature. He responded out of his 
inner nature. It was God. And if they don't have, let me get it down here. Through the bitter words of the past, the die can be cast for our future unless the bitterness is dealt with. Jesus had every right to be bitter. He hadn't done anything. You know, he disturbed their little religious, you know, stuff. But he really hadn't done anything. And so he could have been bitter. But he refused to be bitter. He refused to allow that shackle to come on him. Because he knew his purpose. Amen. And uh, if anyone had a right to, to, be, to have unforgiveness, Jesus would certainly be at the top of the list. Jesus had healed the sick. He had blessed the people. He had done miracles for the people. And he was there for those who were hurting. And that same spirit is in us today. And in his darkest hour, Jesus, in his darkest hour of hurt, Jesus refused to allow that unclean spirit of unforgiveness to have a place in him. But you see it today, even among people who are born again. His disciples hid from him. The witnesses to his goodness fled from him. Those who didn't deny him betrayed him. His disciple Peter denied him and cursed. Alone on the cross, stripped of his dignity, he never once gave the slightest hint of, hint of hatred toward those who mistreated him. He refused to allow this shackle of unforgiveness to get a hold of him there on the cross. Why? Because he recognized what he was there for. And you know who it was? It was you. So he refused. Jesus refused. Instead of, instead he asked his father to forgive them even though they never asked him to. He did it anyway. So if you've been injured by someone, however, whatever, you know, and, and they have not come to ask you for forgiveness, do it. And don't let, because they hadn't come, dig a further grave of unforgiveness in your life. Do it. Just do it. Amen. None of us have been treated like this. I haven't been treated. Let me say it that way. I haven't been treated like this at all. And so what happened? Instead, Jesus asked his father to forgive them even though they never asked for it. He refused to allow that shackle of unforgiveness to thwart his mission in the earth. And that was to take my sins my sicknesses, my diseases, my poverty, my worry, my care, my anxiety. He refused to let unforgiveness keep him from doing for me what God sent him to do. Are we glad for Jesus? Are we thankful for Jesus? Are we grateful that we can walk in this divine nature that he has provided to us 
and for us. All right, I'm going to close sometime today. John chapter 14, verses 27 through 30, St. John. This is what Jesus said, peace I leave with you. You know, when you're in unforgiveness, you're, you're not in peace. When you're shackled by bad habits, you're not in peace. When other things that are bearing down on you in life, you know, that should not be bearing down on you, you're not in peace. But look what Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, Lord, the world, where is it at? Not as the world gives, giveth, give I unto you. Now, notice it. Let not your heart be troubled. Why? Because trouble introduces shackles. Neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice. Because I said, I go to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. The prince of this world cometh and he has nothing. Did you get that? He's searching. There's an old song and when we was teenagers growing up searching, I've been searching. Now, some of, some of you younger ones don't remember that. And you sure didn't like the way I was singing it. But searching, searching, amen. If Satan had found something in Jesus, he could have stolen our redemption. Unforgiveness is something that Satan looks for in the Christian. Amen. So here's, here's a thought, and I'm gonna let you go. Not right now, but come on. Here's something. When you look at somebody and say, I love you, and we all do it. I love you, but yet when we walk away, I don't like that hat they got on. They got them colors on that don't even match. But I love you. What difference does it make where you like the color they got on? Now that, that, that's, that's way out there, you understand that? So when we say I love you, there's something to be said in it. What, what is to be said in it? I love you. And so we don't, uh, Jesus, it's, it said that when Satan came, he had no place, he found no place in Jesus. Let's not let him find a place in us. Faith works by love. Amen. I'm going to close it right here. Mark chapter 11, verses 24 through 26. Let me back up and make this statement. These chains and these fetters allow Satan access into our house where he can plunder our freedom and blessing that God has for us. Now I'm gonna close it in Mark 11, verse 24 and 26. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, what things soever you desire, he's talking about things that he, that God provides for us, what things soever you desire, when you pray, 
believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Hallelujah. And we don't read further. We just close it up. So I'm gonna read it further. I'm gonna read it further. And what does it say? What things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have awed against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. We don't want to walk around and God has not forgiven us. Amen. We want to walk in the liberty. We want to walk in the freedom. We want to get rid of every shackle. We want to get rid of, rid of everything that burdens and keeps the wonderful freedoms that God has provided for us in Christ working active in our life. Amen. Hallelujah. And so what does he say? What does the Bible tell us? It tells us that God has made us overcomers. Overcomers, more than conquerors. Uh, overcomers than all of the things that Satan may bring to your front porch. Just don't let him in the house. Stand up with me this morning, please. Just don't let him... It's our hope that part two of Pastor Cowan's message, Freedom from the Shackles that Bind, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like a free CD copy of today's message, please request offer 11. Today's special offer number is 11. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.